they're out again. Maury and Tim escape from the radio. And now, those two guys, Maury Eskenazi and Tim Hunter. So Maury, here we are. This is the first ever episode of Maury and Tim Escape from the Radio. Okay. It's a brand new podcast. I'll give this a try because I I find you entertaining since I've met you. Thank you very much. And I, I think it'd be fun for us to banter about whatever topics. Can I swear? You can actually if you want to. Can I tell you like a funny story? I was thinking about oh. you. My life revolves around, oh my God, this would make a great story on well, the morning I, show. I appreciate that. I had to get, I've had some, some teeth issues lately. I had to get a root canal a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And earlier this week, I had to get a tooth pulled. Because um, you are falling apart. I know, right? I we know. better record this podcast quickly. I know. So yeah, so I had to get a, a tooth pulled, and uh, my wife dropped me off. You know, it was all ready because the last time I was there. Okay, we're gonna give you Halcyon, whatever that is, and it'll make you feel better. It's a I, gas. Isn't yeah, it? I have no idea. Maybe yeah. I'm pronouncing it wrong. Yeah. But anyways, we're gonna give you that, and everything's gonna be good. I said, perfect. My, you need a ride. My wife drove me. I'm sitting there. I get in the seats. And the nurse goes to me, what time did you take the medication? And I go, well, I don't I have no idea. What are you talking <laughs> what about? What medication? What medication? And she goes, well, you're supposed to take the blah, blah, blah. And I go, <sighs> and and I go, I you know, I know these people for a long time. And I just yell, Susie, the front desk lady comes up. I go, Susie, what the hell? Where's my medication? They forgot to give me the <gasps> medication. So oh, I had no. my tooth pulled just from Novocaine, just Novocaine. That was it. And it was it was fine. It was no problem at all. There is no pain whatsoever. Are you going to sue? No. I'm no. Not. Okay. Well, no, I'm that's not. what Americans do these days. Is but I hate. I hate. I hate going to the dentist, and and because of that, I have to have teeth pulled when I should have had them cleaned and uh, and filled. So how are you going to eat corn? Uh, you know what? I never thought about that. How many more teeth are getting never... pulled? Oh, that's it. That was. It. Oh, that was it. Now, okay, just now the crowns one. happen. You know. Oh. I, I got my teeth when I was really young, so I had to go to the dentist when I was like three and four years old. And back in those days, they didn't. Back in the sixties, they didn't care about kids. They would like put gas on you and stuff. And well, there was and, all the, those annoying kids on TV yeah. who would run up to their parents and say, "Mommy, mommy, look, no cavities." Right. Exactly. Yeah. And then they would sell stuff like. Turkish taffy, you know, would be like one of the candies that oh, we yeah. would have and stuff like that. Good so. stuff. Anyways, what do you think of the exciting podcast now? Pretty well, good, Well, I don't huh? know. I mean, we'll, we'll <laughs> keep doing this as long as there's an interest. And, you know, if we get, I think if we get at least six people to listen to this. Perfect. Then we'll what do else? another episode. What else so, you want to talk about? Um, I was thinking of what could we talk about. There's a lot of stuff. But uh, what about an event in your life that changed the direction of your life? Wow, that is a really good question. Because... And I, I was thinking about it for me, and of course I had the advantage of being able to come up with the topic. Yeah, no kidding. I, there's been a lot of them, you know, because if you had decided A or B and you went with A, what would it have been like if you had gone B? Right. How about you? You tell you. Start. Well, I'll start with one. And I'll I've take got over. several. Okay. Um, I had an uncle. He was with a steel company back east, somewhere there. And I was in uh, nearing the end of my college, and I wanted to get into radio, and he knew that. So his steel company owned a bunch of uh, radio stations. And he came out one year and said, hey, you know, when you graduate, look me up, and we'll get you a job at one of my stations. I said, great, I already got a job. I'm looking forward to it. A couple of months before my graduation, he had a heart attack and died. Ah. So 
if I had gone to work for one of his stations, I'd be back east. He was Pittsburgh-based in uh-huh. that area. So I, my life could have been completely different. Right. But because of that, I, it went the course that I'm on now. Yeah. And put me here with you. So I, sh- I should sue. <laughs> yeah, I know. You should I mean, sue. I'm going to get an attorney after this. <laughs> Have you thought of something about you? I always wanted to be the morning DJ. My my hero growing up was Charlie Charlie and Time. Oh, Remember yeah. Charlie they were great. Yeah. I used to listen to those guys. So And then they had like the Ron Bailey School of Broadcasting. Mm-hmm. I know parents. Ron Bailey. Do you really? I actually see actual him all Ron the time. Bailey? He's still around? He's still around. I think he did some prison time from... The way th- things went with the broadcast school huh. got out. Yeah, he's dating uh, an older woman. They're 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 part of that Norwegian community. How old a Bally. how old a man is Ron Bailey? He's got to be eighties, eighties somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Huh. real nice guy though. Right. Well, I didn't go there. Yeah. Um, I had the opportunity to go. I could have gone to Washington State, mm-hmm. uh, but I decided for a girl who's now my wife to stay here. I went to University of Washington uh-huh. and then started working. Um, so God only knows, had I gone to uh, Wazoo, I, you know, and maybe got more into broadcasting early instead of later, maybe things would be different. I don't know. You still ended up in broadcasting. I did. Yes, I did. So kind of took the long scenic route. It did. I took the long route. And then I always think, too, that had I uh, maybe played another couple hours of catch when I was growing up, I could be a Major League Baseball player, a retired Hall of Fame Major League Baseball player. Right? Yeah. Could be going to the Hall of Fame like right now. And, yeah. Oh, yeah? Sure. Okay, perfect, dude. <laughs> He's delusional. <laughs> yeah, I know. He is. What, do you listen to any podcasts? I do. I um, I listen to, um, you know, Adam Carolla? Yeah. You know oh, that yeah. Is? I listen to the Adam Carolla podcast. I listen to Norm MacDonald had a podcast, and he just makes, I laugh my head off at anything oh, that's Norm good to know. MacDonald says. So I listen to him. And Conan O'Brien has a fantastic podcast. And fantastic guests that I listened to. I uh, just started that one about a month ago on a tip from my son. And he is phenomenal. He does a great job in the guests. uh, You know, Michelle Obama, Howard Stern, Lisa Kudrow. I mean, it's just, it's, you know, the people you want to hear more about. And it's like this. It's just very casual and it's a lot funnier. Yeah, he is. Well, you know what? Give us time, people. Give us some time. You know. Give us some time. Wait till we get shirts. (laughs) <laughs> or at least a, a, a logo. Or a logo. We don't yeah. have a, a logo yet. We're logo. just doing this logoless. Right. Can I tell you a quick story before we go about radio? Sure. Back when I was, uh, I worked in a restaurant and and I was uh, a busboy in a restaurant. I was talking to some people because I wasn't shy back then either. And I met some guy, and he was the news guy at Kazam, K Z A M, which was turned his into K L S Y. I don't know. I can't remember what his name what was. What did he look like? He, he had gray hair. I don't know. This was, dude, this was back in the 1970s. It was the 1970s. And I can tell you the... Uh, the uh, I knew the people that worked the there. The program director was... Chris... Tom, May- was it Tom... Oh, that was before Chris. What's that guy's name? Tom Cordry was his yes. name. Yes. Yeah. And Very good. It was so much that I talked to him so much that my dad... You know, he was like, you know, very anal about stuff. He would make a phone list. And Tom Cordry's name, I can still see it, was on our phone list by the by the phone in the kitchen. Wow. So I met the news guy, and I said, I was telling him that. And he goes, yeah. He goes, just show up any time. And I went to show up one time, and they thought I was insane and said no. Yes. Was he a slight man, do you remember, uh, the, with a beard, the news guy? He could have been. Bill, been. Bill Lewis is, is still a friend. He uh 
was the news guy at Kazam, news director, and then he left and wandered the earth and went all kinds of places and came back, and he's living here again. Huh. But a uh, real great guy. Let me ask you questions. Okay, I'm, sure. Because you know what? Because radio fascinates me. I love it. I love I love my – if I could meet my all-time hero – uh, Burl Bear, boss jock from KOL. Oh, I remember him. I, I remember and, hearing I, him. I, I I think he. I know. I think he writes. I think he's a writer now. He writes uh, novels and stuff. Oh, like that. really? But yeah. But but I'm just fascinated. So where where did you start? And how did you end up at KLSY? University of Washington. Went to school for two years. And the end of my second year, end of my sophomore year, the girl I was planning to graduate, marry, and then start a family with down in California uh, called up to let me know she had a sign from God to break up with me. Huh. So, change well, of plans. Is that the guy's name, God? Yeah, yeah. Bob <laughs> God. Yeah, Bob and God. And she married the minister that told her that two ah, months later. Well, there you go. But I digress. Uh, so, what I ended up doing was going, okay, now what? What am I going to do? And I found out that you could take radio or radio and television at the U as a course. That could be your major. It's like, wow. That'd be a fun way to make a living. So I started going down that path. I interned at King AM, which was playing music at the time. Classical music? Oh, uh, no, no, no. It was, it was uh, top 40. Remember it was Andy the, Barber? Yeah, Andy Barber. Andy I know Barber. Andy. He used to come and hang at at my high school. He used to come oh, and wow. hang out and help us with radio there. He went down to Texas. I don't know if he's still on there. Right. But, um, okay. yeah, it was... Um, Bruce Murdoch actually ended up being the morning guy. There. I remember that. And then, lo and behold, years later, we ended up working together at KLSY. So you worked at King Amor or you were an intern? There? I was an intern for two quarters. Uh-huh. And one of the cool things was, at one point, the guy in uh, that drove Mrs. Bullet around needed a week of vacation, so they had me be her chauffeur. So oh, Dorothy got, Bullet of yes, King. Yes. Okay, I got yes. it. Yes. No, so I got to drive around the owner of the company for a week. Wow. We weren't supposed to really talk to her unless you were spoken to. Did you drop the, did she want you to keep the window up and you kept dropping it Yeah, down? I did, just yeah. to tick her off. Yeah. No, I would, uh, believe it or not, she had a Volvo at King. Uh, when I would get there at 9 o'clock or whenever it was, I'd pick up the keys in the Volvo, drive it over to her place, and take her wherever she wanted to go. Wow. One day we went uh, to the Seattle Yacht Club so she could have lunch another time. You I, went in or did no, you have to stay no, in the car? No, no, I stay in the car. Uh-huh. Yeah. So <laughs> did all that, got out of King and uh, tried to get on, and I applied for a job at King as a copywriter, and I lost out to someone who wrote PSAs for Planned Parenthood. Hmm. So then I said, fine. So I looked in the uh, Washington State Association of Broadcaster ads and saw that there was a radio station in Yakima that was hiring. And so I applied. They said, come over for an interview. Did the interview. It was going nice. And about a half hour in, the owner and the assistant manager or whatever said, well, let's hear how you sound. So they went in, tapped the guy on the shoulder that was on the air and said, get out. He's going to be on for a while. And then they got in the car and drove around Yakima while I was on the radio (laughs) with a board I'd never used before and just talking and everything else. And they came back and they said, "Okay, you're hired. And what about the guy that you kicked out? Um, He was a part timer. I thought you were going to go. He turned out to be Howard. Yeah, that's right. He did. (laughs) Yeah, maybe he was. Was it a music station? Yeah. How old were you? It was a day timer. So we were in the summer, we were on from six in the morning until nine at night. In the winter, we were on from six in the morning till 4.15. When the sun set, huh? Uh -huh. Wow. Yeah, they they had those. It was top 40, and we actually kind of made some uh, noise there 
because all the other stations were like taped music and formats and just do that. And we actually could pick and choose our own music and made a little bit of a ripple. So nice. it was kind of fun. I was right out of college, so 21. I think it was it was kind of cool like in the, in the 70s when I was uh, here. Radio, uh, 70s and 80s, I mean, the radio uh, personalities were like gigantic compared to... Oh, yeah. Not that you're not, don't get me wrong, yeah, not fine. that you're not gigantic right now, but back <laughs> in those days, I mean, I remember I remember going to a grocery store and uh, and Tom Murphy, remember that? World name? famous Tom World Murphy. famous Tom Murphy was there. There was doing, a picture of him the other day. I saw that with Pat O'Day. Pat O'Day yeah. and Ichabod. And Ichabod, Ichabod yeah. 69 now. Right, yeah, he worked with us for a little bit here. Yeah. That's yeah. what I heard. Yeah. I heard that. Good guy. He really is. My Ichabod story. Okay, so I'm a disc jockey in Yakima. And the the part-timer, Skip Tucker, uh, worked weekends and did some fill-in and stuff. Uh, very religious at the time. And Ichabod's very religious. So they had met each other. So they got to know each other. So at one point, we got to Skip and I went over to Seattle, and I got to meet Ichabod. And we went in to talk with him and everything else. And I was just amazed at the the speed of his wit because, and he'd probably done the joke a million times, but we were going into a room, someone knocked a glass of water over, and without missing a beat, Ichabod yells out, quick, get some fire. <laughs> I just went, holy crap, <laughs> this guy's mind is a trap. <laughs> so the addition to that is, uh, because of that, I actually sent over an air check for Ichabod to critique. And what he would do is play it and then pause it and jump in and say, yeah, Tim, that was really good, but this and that. I still have that. That's on one of my uh, Wacky Week podcasts. Hmm. I just heard that the other day. So I, um, I have a couple things. Yeah. I, and I, I hope I'm not taking time up because I, no, I think this is- that's the beauty of podcasts. Yeah, we could go for this days. Is, this is pretty interesting stuff. Yeah, I remember Ichabod, I think either at KJR, he, I think he was at KJRB yes, in Spokane. He right? was. And he came over, and I think he took over for Charlie Brown or Emperor Smith. I can't remember. One of those two. And people went insane over that. I'll never forget that. Yeah, well, I remember crazy. seeing the headline in the newspaper. It was just a small story, but it said, Ichabod Kane yeah. coming to KJR. And I went, who? Wow, what a goofy name. Yeah. And then um, I had a uh, I had a radio class at uh, Bellevue College oh, back yeah. in the day, and this old radio guy Al Cummings was the uh, oh yeah the producer. Do you know Al, who Al Cummings is? I do. So we had to make a you know the big final was a was a uh, a radio show we did, and I, it was on reel to reel tape, and I thought it was and when I did it. You know, I did it with my friend and my girlfriend who is my wife now, and I thought it was the. Oh, this is the greatest thing. And we we talked about it for years, but none of us had a reel-to-reel tape to listen to. I brought it in here, and our uh, guy, Jeff Shade, put it on an MP3, and it's the biggest piece of garbage I've had. They're, they're, <laughs> it's so horrible. I'm so embarrassed to even listen to it. When I was an intern at King, um, Steve Lawson, who went on to Bad Animals Studio, yeah. and he is the voice of Channel 5 for a lot of years. Oh, yeah. You still hear him around right. town. He was the production guy, and their production room had a four-track machine. It's like, ooh, because we had just stereo at, at the University of Washington station. So I, as part of my internship, I would go there, watch Steve for a couple hours. He would leave, and then I got to play with the really cool, expensive equipment. I actually produced a comedy show and did about 
30, 40 episodes. And I guess they ran it for a couple of years after I left. They hmm. kept replaying the episodes. That's awesome. So, and I listened to them, and some of it's real crap, but yeah. some of it, you, you know, know. It all can't be yeah. good, right? No, no. Yeah. Gives you something to look back on and go, okay, well, I've gotten a little bit better. <laughs> Not much, but a little bit. The best part of my uh, tape that I made at Bellevue Community College, it was when, um, man, I can't remember the coach of Washington State. He got fired, and I had my friend play him, and I interviewed him over the phone. We, I sent my buddy out to a phone in the a pay phone in the parking lot, so it sounded like realistic. That oh, that's funny. So it was cool. Sure, why not? Yeah, there you go. That's the things you do. Exactly. No, Seattle radio is great. I grew up in L.A., and so I was listening to Boss Jocks and KHJ. And, yeah, and morning and, zoos back then, too. No, no, not in the 70s. The zoos. Yeah, no, right. not then, yeah. in the 60s. But you know what I used to listen to and absolutely loved was Gary Owens. Oh. He, he put on such a show. Yeah, he's the laughing guy, right? He's the laughing guy, but he had some great characters um, that came in and did shtick. And I'll I'll dig some of those up because there was the story lady and how the West was uh, won. And that's, and, how, and that's how it used to be here, too, with, uh, with uh, the morning radio guys of the 60s. It was like Aunt Blabby would show up yeah. or something like that, you know. And then, and then you know, with Charlie and Ty... Um, oh no, Charlie and and uh, oh his sidekick yeah, uh, Clyde? Cla- oh. Clyde, yeah. Oh, look at me. Yeah, who the hell played Clyde? That was you Charlie. Know? Was it was yeah. Charlie, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then Murdoch used to do the cafeteria lady. Uh huh. And for the first couple of years at KLSY, he brought that over from King. And this is back in the day when you know we did school closures on the air what, when it what, snowed, what and year? we read school cafeterias. What year? I, you know, I kind of remember that. <clears throat> oh, so that 80s? would have been yeah, it would have been. Eight, I think he came to KLSY eighty two, uh-huh. but he brought over some of his king shtick, and uh, that was one of them. Was the cafeteria lady? Hey, Murd. Yeah, you know who was after you guys? Because I I think I remember I used to listen to you KLSY. Um, Is well, it Scott see. Brooks? Was that who it was? Uh, no, hold on. Let's. I'm getting a. So, who came after KLSY? Who Who was on? You guys were the morning show. Who oh, was, we were the morning show. It? Then it was Dave Scott. Yeah, Dave. Who Scott. has a great podcast out there, and he just interviewed Matt Reedy. I, don't uh-huh. know if you remember I totally that. remember. He was oh, yeah. on the Jazz Station for a while, right. right? And a comedian, no less. He. There's a great story. I'm I'm typing. You know, listen to the whole podcast, Dave. Look up Dave Scott and get the Matt Reedy interview. But I just listened to it, and Matt was recalling it. And basically, Matt has always said, okay, I'm going to do it. You know, re- disregard the consequences. So he was the morning guy, Kazam, and said, you know what? I don't want, I want to be a stand-up comedian. So he quit his job and uh, gave up mornings and uh, went off and did that for, I think, 11 years. What I learned during the podcast was when he decided he needed to get back into radio and start making some real money, um, he was working weekends at KLSY when I was there, and I didn't even realize it. But what he would do was he would do a Saturday shift from 10 to 3, hop in his car, drive down to Eugene for a comedy gig, sleep in his car until it was time to get up, drive back to do 10 to 3 on Sunday for wow. KLSY, then drive back down to Eugene for another for another gig. Wow. Cuz he didn't but as a starving comedian, it's what you do. Yeah. But yeah, he eventually got the uh, morning sh- shift at Smooth Jazz. And then uh then he, something hit him again. He said I want to be an actor. And so he decided to take the chance. In fact, I used to, towards the end of that, towards the end of his career at Smooth Jazz, I got in around 4 o'clock, 
and he was there, and I'd <coughs> say, uh, and Matt's out. He would be smoking his morning cigar out by his car. You were talking 4 a.m. 4 a.m. Okay. And he said, you know, Tim, I really got to go to Hollywood. I really got to. I said, you should. You know, get down there. Live your dream. You only get one of these. Just take a swing. So he went down there and got, uh, you know, did some jobs here and there. Got on the, the wave, a radio station. Did a bunch of things. And slowly but surely, the parts started coming and kept coming. And now, if you watch for him, he is on almost every show. He was on Modern Family last season. Uh, you know, he was on the one that James Kahn did. Uh, but he's worked with some great names. And was it Vegas? Las Vegas, the yeah, James Kahn yeah, thing? That, yeah, that, I've seen good. every episode of that. Oh, I have, really? Yeah, totally. No, go to uh, IMDb and look up Matt, Matt Reedy, R-I-E-D-Y. R-I-E-D-Y. Okay. And take a look at that um, list of shows he's been on. And he's still grabbing parts left and right and just great and a great humble guy right very much appreciates cool. everything so that's cool then um i um um i mean our our radio station it was kent and allen i mean that was we listened to kent oh allen is that right every single day and we my wanna, wife too we uh when i was on klsy she was she listening, listening to kent, to kent allen. Allen. we won a thousand bucks because they saw our uh our uh, license plate at the evergreens or at the fair puyallup fair oh wow and we called in and yeah, we won a thousand bucks. That's cool. Pretty cool. So there you go. You they owe you or you owe them. I think I owe them. Somebody owes somebody. I think I've paid my dues. Did you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. to be honest with no you. No kidding. Well, this went entertaining. It was cool. Yeah, yeah, it, was it was on the ragged edge of entertainment. So exactly, but it was interesting, and you know, something yeah. to talk about. It was so, good. It's all good. We'll see what happens. We'll see what the future brings. But if nothing else, we got at least one episode. What is in. this called again? It's called Maury and Tim Escape from the Radio, and. Uh, Figured since people hear us on KRKO together, uh, they could get to know us a little bit better here. Okay. So, right. there we go. Write that down. You'll have to listen sometime. I will, I will. Okay. You've just listened to Maury and Tim Escape from the Radio with Maury Eskenazi and Tim Hunter, a WackyWeek.com production. No insects were injured in the making of this program. Well, maybe one. If you enjoyed this podcast, please like us. If you didn't, Please send it to someone that annoys you.